coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 208. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Hi. Hey, what's going on? Not a lot these days. <laughs> yeah. Quarantine. How does quarantine look up, up north there? Uh, things really haven't changed since our podcast last week. I think there's a few more people got called back to work. Um, I have a friend that works in an old age home. Her job is um, making appointments for elderly people and arranging the transportation. So she got called back this week. Um, but well, that's positive. I just got a letter from my dentist saying that they can't do anything yeah. for at least two more months. Oh, my. First, yeah. Just now, open that mail. Um, and he had called last month and rescheduled me to like the 22nd of April. Now they're saying it'll be June sometime before we even call you to reschedule. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Unreal. Uh, yeah, it is getting bad. They're expecting the United States to peak sometime towards the end of the month. So from the 15th to the 30th, they're looking for a peak. But now you got to understand they're looking for a peak in places like New York that are already ravaged. Right. The peaks for some of the rest of the places that are lagging behind uh, New York it's going to be later. So we very well may not go back to work in the United States until June. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's not going to be that long here for sure. I know that some of my construction friends have gone back to work this week. They allow construction here. Yeah. So I guess it's an essential service and, you know, uh, things are getting busy for some of them. Like people are sitting at home going, geez, maybe we should redo the bathroom. Now so, we got a person on the end of the block. I think they're redoing a bathroom. Yeah, he he just said people are scared to start a new job at this moment. They're they're thinking about it, wanting quotes, but saying this isn't going to start until this is all over. So I think there's a lot of you know um, non confidence in the markets, and people just aren't sure what's going to happen. Well, because of our fabulous stimulus. And um, a, a few of the things in that phase three bill. Right. Um, people here are pretty damn happy. They're getting paid to stay home and they're getting some stuff done. And I mean, they got cabin fever. Right, right. But people here are like, okay, so the market is kind of falling, but when everybody goes back to work, they're going to really want to spend some money because. You haven't been spending that much money yet it's still coming in and you don't have to go to work. Right. So they're doing a really good job in the United States of making that okay. Now, what that's going to do to um, the deficit, you know, we're just going to have to worry about that later. And right. that's being said by a Republican. It, it worries me, but, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, 
when you've got an emergency surgery that's needed, you just don't worry about what the cost is. Right. You guys aren't used to that. You have to be Canadian to be used to Trudeau giving our money to everybody. So I know. Gosh, I mean, he's, he's borrowing money to give to people. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, it, it's... Uh, there, there's a stimulus package here. It's uh, they figure it's going to be like in the seventy billions or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, we only and got a tenth of the population you guys have. That's what I was going to say. You got thirty million people, right? I just want to kind of uh, refresh people's memory about how many Canadians there are. Well, uh, nine nine months from now, it's going to be forty million. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, here's the thing, though. Nobody's got a dime yet. I don't know. Supposed to hit. I, I, that's the big confusion. I mean, the opposition's going. Well, okay, the it, you know the packages are good, but the when the distribution. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They're a little worried about our distribution, not because the money's not there, but because. Um, President Trump wanted the federal government to at least be putting the unemployment money out. Now, the federal government is putting the stimulus money out um, because most of the states have systems that are 35 and 40 years old. Right. And so he's afraid that they're not going to be able to handle the overload. I didn't know most of the state. I don't even think Missouri was online 30, 40 years ago with a computer system, but maybe well, they were. I don't. I don't know. As far as I know, they have closed the public buildings, um, the government, and mm -hmm. they've taken a lot of those employees, and they're using them where they're needed the most. Um, so the only stimulus that I've heard of is if you apply for unemployment insurance. Um, or employment insurance, depending which one you use. Um, yeah, they uh, you're supposed to get a thousand dollars immediately. Yeah, what's immediately when it comes to the government? Probably six to nine weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They said the stimulus money in the United States is going to go out. Everybody should be getting it in three weeks. Now the stimulus money to cover payroll, utilities, and mortgages or rent. For businesses, they those can start coming out tomorrow. Meaning, you go into your bank, you apply, you're approved that day. They can actually get you the money. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Phenomenal for the phenomenal. government. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. You see how rattled it's got me <laughs> because I can't believe it. Uh, but that's what they say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Trump is looking really damn good in this. Yeah, he, well, sounds like you guys got your, your shit together better than Canada does already. I mean, this is where he shines, though. This is a businessman from Queens that likes to get down and dirty and get things done. And he's going to get it done no matter how he has to. Right. Well, okay, the, and he loves the, he loves the TV. Yeah. Now, I have a couple questions around this. I mean, you guys okay. shot up to first place as far as the cases of COVID. Um, I'm wondering if this hasn't been around a lot longer than than we were led to believe when it finally hit the, the news. I, I'm 
thinking, and this is the way I feel. Which is what Trump has been saying. Yeah, and and one of the reasons I'm saying that is I had a, a friend, he took his entire family, kids, grandkids, to Disneyland for Christmas. They all got sick with the exact same symptoms as COVID. So they are sitting there quarantined right now going, we believe we've already had it. So they could test positive because they've already had it. Could be, but that's one of the bigger problems. Yeah. And, and, and Canada and course, here is finding the tests, being approved to get a test as well. Oh, exactly. That's the problem here. But to just sort of clarify what you're saying. So they go to Disneyland and at Christmas time, say right. around, you know, 1220, right. uh, 2019. Right. Okay. It wasn't till 1.20 of 2020 that they finally admit to the United States that there's a problem. Well, the United States, to the world. It wasn't just the United States. Right. Okay. I believe that that you're onto something because one doctor said that there could have been cases in the United States as early as November. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, it wouldn't have been epidemic or pandemic. Nothing starts out that way. Of course. It takes a little time. Right. Um, China lies about everything. Okay, if you look at the numbers coming out of China, okay, they're saying 1% of their population died. Right. Okay, when you look at Spain and Italy and even... South Korea, who did a phenomenal job of trying to control the spread. Right. You are looking at 10% death rate in Italy and Spain and, and about 6% in South Korea. How is it that China, ground zero, got one? Yeah, yeah, That that's a non-believable number by any means. They, there's definitely something fishy in there and I don't think anybody in the world or in the western world will believe China anyways well, two weeks after they said when China came out and the scientists over there started being in contact with the American doctors and scientists right? they said they were tripping over bodies they did, you're they, exactly they, right they, that's so, the doctor that's dead now yes, there were so many bodies they, they were dropping and dying faster than they could even figure out what they were dying from so I mean if you take the contact of like New York is our worst spot, how many people are in New York and the close proximity of people now magnify that to China. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. It, it, yeah. In mathematics, it, it just it can't happen well, the way they say. Well, think about that. how closely. I think that's kind of what the hammer's saying. These people live like sardines. I mean, worse than in New York and Manhattan. Right. How did they fare so well? Well, I did see a video on Facebook. It was done by a Japanese journalist, so it was all subtitled. It wasn't in English, so you had to re- sit there and read subtitles. But he went to um, Nanjing, I believe, to see mm-hmm. how they've got barely any cases in Nanjing. And, and everything is very, very strange and weird over there. 
Uh, you go to a restaurant, you get a divider that divides you like a, you know, a sneeze guard. That, yeah. That, so people sit apart and with these sneeze guards in. When you order food out of a fast food restaurant, it comes with like a receipt with all the people that have touched your food and their body temperature. It's listed. Wow. Yeah, it's listed on your food. Now, any place you go before you enter a building or any place like that, you have to have an app, a government app, and you have to scan this QR code. So basically, they're tracking every single place a person is at and what he does. And that's how they've got zero cases. And if you're a foreigner, you just don't get into public spaces. Like, there's no sightseeing going on. You don't get in there unless you're a citizen. Yeah, so uh, I read a story the other day that Google has this app that basically does the same thing. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a globalist absolute dream. Well, and Google has worked a lot with China. Yeah, well... I mean, uh, they, they have been, they have operated the mechanisms of the internet to satisfy the Japanese, I mean, the Chinese government. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of complaint about that. A few years ago, in fact, we talked about it, I believe, the first year we had the show, um, about Google's relationship with, the, I'm calling it the regime. Right. Because it is a communist regime. Yes. You know. And, um, you know, it, it defies what the Internet's supposed to be about, and it defies what um, the United States, a United States government, I mean, a United States company um, should succumb to, just for the sake of almighty dollar. Right, right. Well, this, I, I think the longer this goes on as well, the more people that jump on the conspiracy theory wagon. Um, there's friends on Facebook that, you know, they keep going, everything's just too fishy, this is, uh, there's something that's not right, and when so many people are doing that, there's, something's probably not right. So there, it, it spawned all these conspiracy theories that, that, you know, George Soros was behind this, the Democrats and the liberals, because we have a, a disease lab in Winnipeg, Manitoba, in the center of Canada, you guys have one in Washington, and they both fired Chinese employees just before this all happened, like last summer. Really? Yeah, and those things have all been buried and hidden, and um, yeah, there's there's nothing on them anymore. So you, you can't even find it in the news. So whatever it wow. is, or whatever it was, was, was buried. So that's pretty sketchy right there. And Wuhan, uh, where it all basically started yeah. has a disease lab so oh yes yes they do yeah i, I mean there's there, there's that theory and it only makes sense that uh the government would want to track you like this convert you to basically socialism or communism to live like this um so they can control every aspect of, of our lives well you know basically i hate to say it but china is not the only country that has resorted to that type of um, spying, right? To track the virus, Israel did too. Ah. You know how I feel about Israel, right? Right. Um, 
And there are words that it was considered in the United States. Now, whether Trump was on board on that or, or not, I don't know. And I certainly would hope he would not be. Yeah. Um, first of all, I think at the end of the day, it's like, what did you say the other day that one of the scientists or the doctors said three weeks ago, people that had the virus knew where they got it. Right. You know, I, I yeah. flew in from blah, blah, blah. I was on the yeah. cruise ship, you know, and now they don't know where they, they got it. They can't figure it out. Right. Right. It's, well, so, it, it's it's just very fishy. Um, like something just doesn't feel right. And, and everybody's feeling that. And, and another theory is, well, China did this on purpose uh, to crash the world market so they could snap up a lot of businesses. Yeah, they did that. It backfired. Now, I mean, um, I, I feel we were going to talk about this a little bit later, but I'm going to go ahead and throw this in. These wet meat markets in China, they right. have got to cease. Now, the WHO, who we give in the United States, that's the World Health Organization, most of the money it takes for them to operate comes from, from us. And, um, you know, they don't like us very much. They like China better. Right. Needs to get China to shut those things down. Now, what that wet meat market is, it's where you buy things like bats, skunks, snakes, uh, snakes yeah, um, all all sorts of animals that carry diseases. Yeah, just and there is one. You know, we know that bats carry a SARS slash coronavirus. Okay, there's lots of coronaviruses. Right. COVID nineteen is just this particular one. The common cold is a coronavirus. Correct. So there are different coronaviruses. Each one has either a, a pet name, like SARS, right. or they have the number after it, like COVID-19. Imagine all of them actually have a, a number code, but we sometimes know them as MERS, SARS, you know, right. different names. This one, we are calling the coronavirus. In fact, if you will... Um, when you ask Alexa, she even refers to it as the, the novel coronavirus because there are other coronaviruses. Right, right. So that we should, but these bats definitely carry SARS. Well, all you have to do is search YouTube for Wuhan Market and um, good luck making it through that video because you're either going to want to puke or you're going to want to cry because there's cats and dogs Oh, yeah. Um, rats, snakes. I mean, who wants to eat an asshole out of a snake? But apparently some people do. Who knows? Yeah. yeah well, um, not this person. But I will tell you that um, one city in China has just stepped up to the plate and said, no more eating cats and dogs. They did not say anything about other, other animals. But right. maybe that's a start. But I'll tell you who can come in and do something about it is the World Health Organization. Yeah, I've lost faith in them. I well. have too. And if they don't do something about China and the wet markets, then you know what? We should quit sending money to them because they are not worth it. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was their job to stop things like this, create laws. It's, you know, um, no travel out of China. 
that kind of thing should have been enacted a long time ago. And they sat back on the laurels. They did sweet tweet the entire time. I, I mean... Oh yeah! Oh, I, I just don't get it. Just absolutely ridiculous, and and you know we cannot forget. I mean, nine one one was horrible. I mean, and when I compare it, you know, this is going to be there's going to be a hundred, you know, a hundred times more death. Right. You know, well at this date they're they're predicting a thousand times more deaths than nine one one. 911 was an event. Right. This is long term. I'm not young. Never in my lifetime has anything been truly shut down because, you know, more than a church service or uh, a few outlying schools for a flu or a virus. Right. Never in the city I live in have they shut down anything significant. I don't even think Springfield Schools, where we live, has ever shut down because of the flu. Right, right. You know, or a virus. What's happening right now here in British Columbia is uh, the schools are setting themselves up with uh, Zoom accounts, which is a video messenger. So they're going to start instructing students from home. Now, do you all have internet... I'm sure some. Oh yeah, of course we we pay very dearly for internet, internet and cell phone service. We pay probably the most in the world, and wow, that's we pay that's not a joke. Lot. <laughs> yeah. That's like our biggest bill of this house next to insurance. Yeah, so, so that brings to mind. I mean, if if uh, schools and uh, universities are going to start instructing online, then, uh, you know, internet service becomes an essential service. Yeah, I mean, because you've got children that will not be able to learn. Or they don't have a computer. Yeah, what if they don't have a computer? A working computer. I mean, we have already in Springfield gone to um, online learning. Um, I believe, have they said that the schools aren't going to open back up? I mean, they, they said the universities are not opening back up this year. I think they've already said it about the schools. I, I think that, and I know the little kids across the street, their mom is teaching them. We've ran into a couple of people that um, talked about, you know, I mean, we were at one of the grocery stores the other day and we ran into our dental person. And she said, I had to run out and get food coloring because the homeschool projects they're sending online have all these, you know, (laughs) things you need I don't have in the house. And so now I'm out exposing myself for my kid, Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And that's kind of how those things go, you know, and you don't always, you know, not everybody's got food coloring shit around, you know. Yeah. Um, um, So... uh, uh, we've already gone to that, but the, we have, um, you know, we have at least, what would you say, half of our city that the children would not have computers and internet access. More than that. Yeah, I mean, we have, um, you know, we live certainly in a, uh, a corridor where everybody's got access. Right. But um, half to three-fourths of the city is very, very poor. 
Well, I worked remotely as a journalist for quite a quite a number of years, and using Skype, using Zoom, and programs like that, they never work properly for everybody. There's always somebody in a conference call that is exactly. having an issue. So, can you imagine that uh, with all the kids? Like, wow. There's going to be at least 10% of the kids that aren't going to be able to get schooling because of one thing or another, either the internet or not having a device that's compatible. And in the United States, I don't know about Canada, but I do know that in the United States, that is the one thing we are supposed to provide an education to every child, no matter what. Yeah, here too. Here too, Uh, exactly. So um, there's going to be these secondary issues. This is the most important thing that has happened in most of our times. I, and I don't want to say that to diminish Korea or Vietnam or, you know, Afghanistan or Iraq, any wars. Right. Yeah, this but is new. We've, this is on our turf. Oh, this is new. This is um, warfare against the germ world. This right. is, uh, yeah, This the world will change after this for sure. Oh, it will never be the same. You know, we will never... I don't know if we'll ever go back to shaking hands again. Right. That will be kind of a theme. People will probably continue to be arrested for not following protocol when it comes to coughing and sneezing. We're having people arrested right now. If you don't cough into the crook of your arm, we had a doctor arrested. Wow. Well, Uh, I I, I just don't get it. If you're sick, Uh, stay the fuck home. Yeah, yeah, and, and and anything else is sociopathic. I've said that before. I'm here. You know, if 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 you think that you're so wonderful that you could should be able to go out sick, then you don't give a damn about other people. Right, right. And and that in fact speaks to a psychological disorder. Yeah, and we're gonna see a lot more of those. And the hate Trump never stops. I know. Well, it's his fault, right? It is. Okay, <laughs> now the media wants to stop airing his coronavirus briefings, even though the American people are watching them. The ratings are exploding. But right. they are threatening to stop airing his briefings. And we all know where that is. They can't stand for people to be watching him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head there. Now, we are, what, a month into this? I don't know. I mean, when was the official we got into this? Okay, Shifty Schiff already wants to investigate Trump for his handling of coronavirus. Oh, of course. Of course. And um, you gotta, you got to wonder, there are a lot of people that say that the impeachment proceedings pretty much put us behind the curve on this virus. Yeah, everybody was distracted with that uh, farce, if I can say that. Yeah, but I, I, you know, um, but it it sounds right. Well, that's one of the things that Schiff said, that why he wants to investigate Trump, because Trump made the comment that the Congress was wasting time with the impeachment and that maybe they could have, if they wouldn't have been wasting time with that, they could have got information out to the people or received information 
more readily. And he says, see, see, I told you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, a, it, it's just ridiculous that we got people dying, you know, by the minute. But by God, you better blame it on Trump. Cause well, the Democrats showed their cards when they tried to um, slip in all the things that they wanted in into the stimulus bill, didn't they? Absolutely. Oh, yes. And I just got, I was telling the hammer, I just got an email a couple hours ago, and it's, you know, I sometimes get on here and joke about some of the crap the Republican Party says. Right. You know, like, buy Valentine's for our Trump Valentine's, you know. Yeah. You know, and stupid stuff like that. But today, they said they were, they wanted money, which a lot of times they do want money. But they want to start a fund specifically to get someone else elected in Nancy's district besides Nancy Pelosi <laughs> and you know what I don't even another Democrat who cares I mean it would be another Democrat I honestly think that is the best idea the Republicans have come up with we need to save the United States from Nancy Pelosi yeah she is a uh, absolute train wreck um she's too concerned with Trump to be any good for anything else. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, anybody would even if they weren't better they they could not be worse because they, they would not have the seniority. Right. And uh, the stature she's built. Because she is, she she is like you said, she's a train wreck. She's off the rails. Yeah, yeah. I, her performance during this has been disgusting. Um, Absolutely. Um, you know, we we have to worry about the economy. We had six point six million people file for unemployment last week. That is certainly a record breaker. Last week we had three point six million, and that was a record breaker. This is temporary, though, and also businesses, you know, hire back your people, go down to your bank, get the loan that will be forgiven by June, right. and, and pay your people. Right. Well, you we don't have to give them this unemployment. We have a 75% wage subsidy going to businesses. How that's going to be dealt out uh, is is kind of a nightmare, um, and a lot is unsure at this point but I mean well, how long can this go on like that I don't know I don't know I think we're definitely like at 60 days everything the government has done has been um, in consideration of an eight-week cycle right okay which is of course two months so, um, well, I, I think here, if I'm hearing things right, by the end of April, things should start opening up again. Yeah, you guys apparently are a little ahead of us or are better contained, and it may just be because of your population. Less people. Less people. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. uh, you know, uh, just the other day, it was, what, minus, I don't know, 30 if it's not that today on the prairies, so and you know, kind of hard for a virus <laughs> to yeah, survive. Yeah, you guys that. could hit another surge in the summer. Yeah, I, if it goes dormant. Summer colds are a thing here. Yes. Yeah, summer colds um, are the nastiest. You guys and will have to be careful. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I write little notes down here in the 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 hammer ship. Now, what about those dumbass cruise ship people? Yeah. Um, that is scary. There is a cruise ship floating around right now where a lot of the people aboard have coronavirus, and I think there's been four deaths on that ship already. Yeah, nobody wants them to die. How in the hell, when this was breaking, do you say, first of all, most of those places you've got to fly down to the port to take off. Right. So let's let's go through an airport. Let's jump on a plane with a bunch of people we don't know. Now, let's... Let's get in a, con- a petri dish. Let's yeah. Let's get into a confined space with two to five hundred complete strangers, and we're all going to breathe and touch. And there is no you can't get six feet away from anybody on a cruise ship. Yeah, exactly. It, it just boggles my mind that these idiots, and then and then they want the United States to use their resources to bail them out. Yeah. Let's yes, go you know. send a boat. One of the governors in. just doesn't even want to let them dock. Yeah, Governor that... <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one cruise ship floating around out there. The president finally called him and said, you know, Ron, you, you need to let them dock. And he goes, I need to protect my own damn people. Yeah, that... I believe... He's got I believe there are some Canadians on that one ship as well, and they're basically looking for port, and nobody wants them. Yeah, and and I can see it both ways. Except yep. I'm kind of like the hammer. Why did you get on the ship in the first place? Yeah, she hasn't been out that long. Well, I think one thing has got to change in any public gatherings, any sports, any flying, any public transportation, anything like that. Is we're going to need people that are taking temperatures, and if your temperature, you have a temperature, go home. Right, right. Two and, weeks, and, go and, home. Don't flap jack. You know, be nice. <clears throat> yes. Just be nice. We all have to be nice through this. <laughs> My favorite line in the, the Roadhouse. You know, when Patrick Swayze's telling all the bouncers there at the first one, what if they spit in my face? Just be nice. <laughs> <laughs> what if they spit on me with, and tell me they've got corona? <laughs> Just be nice. You know, like those people that were doing it to the New York cops. Yeah. Those yeah. people ought to be strung up on the on the city square. Yeah. You know oh. what? That's, not funny. That's like getting on the airplane and going, bomb. Yeah, it's the same type deal. Some of these people. Well, speaking of flights, I think today in the coronavirus meeting, he's going to stop some domestic flights, uh, like New York. Um, Michigan is apparently exploding. New Orleans is exploding. I do want to mention that they're saying forty-one percent of the deaths are people with diabetes. Right, and they said so many people in New Orleans, um, Louisiana, have diabetes that they know that there's going to be an amazing amount of deaths. Yeah, it seems like the ones that are dying from this virus have uh, underlying health conditions in some way, and it's why yeah. the elderly are being hit so hard as well. And we have two. Well, we have um, a future daughter-in-law with type one diabetes, and we have a son with type one diabetes. Right. So right. that we are particularly fearful of that. And forty-one percent is very, very high. Right. 
Right. So, um, I've got anyway. A, I've got a question for the hammer. What's the car world going to look like after this? Uh, actually, it will be a boom, one of the biggest booms we've ever had, probably uh, since 2008, because... Well, in, in the markets that they've shut down, because GM, I'm speaking for them because that's the one I know about, they will definitely have to try to make up numbers. Right. They've got all these parts that they've purchased from all their suppliers that they have got to manufacture the vehicles to get to the dealers so they can take their money from the dealers. Well. They can, right now our lots are full. They right. cannot. We cannot take any more until they do something. So there will be deals that are just astronomical. And when you have good new car deals, you have great used car deals because there's lots of good used trade-ins. And so um, whenever this does end, let's say presumed by the end of the second quarter the second quarter's numbers will be so bad but the third and fourth quarters will be the catch up uh, oh yeah and i don't know i'm hoping there's enough to catch up right this, that short amount the, of time the hammer who is aka the caddy man will also probably be getting an, an assistant to get through those last two quarters so yes. he'll be helping the effort right it's, it's uh, put people back to work that will be, that's the one thing that will change is, you know, the job market will completely change because there's going to be so many new jobs out there. Because we're not going to depend on China. Right? Yes, because yes, because of the China deal and because just um, supply and demand. It's the old uh, the oldest uh, thing in economics is supply and demand. If you if they need more, we'll build it. If they need less, we won't build it. It's just that's just well, the way. Well, how many uh, rolls of toilet work. paper will you keep on hand after this is over? Yeah, will you buy? Will, you, will people go in and buy six? You know, a, a case of toilet paper now? No. So the paper products, when this ends, will may, maybe and the market will go stagnant. Right. Speaking of cars, cars run on gas, and of course, gas is dictated by the oil market. I hate to tell you this, Connor, but we just paid a dollar forty-nine a gallon for gas. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, hey, there's a few places in Canada that they're like, you know, fifty-nine cents, things like that per liter. So, you know, what's that? Two dollars and fifty cents. So that's like a third of what we're paying here. Actually, gas is under a dollar a liter, and there's four point five liters in a gallon well that's cheap for you guys but yeah. i'm gonna take a little dig here because when you got a businessman in the in the in the as president you know what he makes things happen yeah and we needed that um, malaria drug because it is working okay right you know, we have a trial that says it is we we have all kinds of information that says yes it's working okay we didn't have enough so the president gets on the phone with his nemesis, Putin, Vladimir right. Putin, and Putin sends over some meds. Guess what just happened today? The price of oil is up 25% because to get Putin to send us meds over, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Trump says, I'll get involved and get the price of oil up. Right. 
Guess what happens? The price of oil's up. Yeah. Twenty-five percent. So don't enjoy a dollar forty-nine too long. Too long. No, I I didn't think it was going to last too long. I don't um, either. Yeah. Um, I do want to say that Franklin Graham. A lot of people are doing some really cool things. Franklin Graham has um, the Samaritan's Purse um, charity. He's okay. got a hospital up in Central Park, staffed. Oh, wow. Beds, drugs, ventilators, doctors, nurses, everybody. You know, his, his dad built stadiums, you know, with preaching the word of God, you know. Um, Franklin has never done that, that I know of. Uh, but he has this Samaritan's purse that does amazing things, and they put a hospital up in like two days. That's amazing. It is awesome. Um, a golden retriever delivered groceries to his neighbor. Oh, wow. It was in quarantine. <laughs> How cool is that? That is great. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, to, we have to talk about booze sales. I know that we've been buying more booze in this house. Yeah. Okay, overall in the United States, it's up 50%. Tequila, gin, and mixed cocktails that are already in the bottle. We never buy those because we make us too strong. But anyway, they're up 75%. Oh, wow. I thought 40% so here was good. We're having a happy hour all day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, just <laughs> like being on vacation, it's happy hour somewhere. Well, yeah. you know, when you get we up. go out and we plant a few hundred plants, we come in and Clean up and start drinking. <laughs> well, you have to agree that it's uh, a pretty interesting time. <laughs> it is definitely interesting times. And Paul McCartney, I have to say, has, has had, I don't know what's wrong with his brain, but he said yesterday that the Rolling Stones copied the Beatles. Oh. It took him 60 years to figure that out. <laughs> Oh, that is I too funny. I think he's getting sick. Oh, you're getting, you're getting, you're, he's getting the bad shit now, you know, when they used to get the good stuff. <laughs> but he must the have coronavirus got, has him getting yeah, sick. He yeah, have, he must have had, got some bad stuff. Yeah, anyway, um, you know, we do have everybody safe. Today's national read a, or international read a book to a child day. Get on Skype, make a video, read, um, read it to children, you know. Um, you can still do it, even though you can't do it in person. Right. And so, Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Thanks for listening. I mean, you guys are listening to us while you're home. Thank you. Yes, and uh, you guys, Godspeed to both of you. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. For sure. All right, take care. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>